All right, so we're picking up this conversation from our part one, Kim. I just took way too long. I kept talking and talking and talking. I love this conversation. That was a good discussion. (laughs) I love this conversation. It's a great conversation, but we absolutely need to hear from you. I know you said you've got five that you want to cover. I think you want to dive deep into two of them. So let's get going. Where are you at? What are some things that you would recommend to push for positivity on teams? Here we go. Number one is mind your messaging. And I think of it as try to be more positive than the situation you face. So there are so many times, so many opportunities that a leader has to step in front of their group or even an individual and set the tone. And I remember this several years ago when I was listening to a VP address a group of supervisors, and he was explaining how a leader can put energy into a room or take energy out of a room. And I, man, I was like, wow, that's that's powerful. And from then on, I just started being more aware and more observant of what leaders were doing. Were they putting energy into the room or were they taking energy out of the room? And I think about it in terms of a like a football coach or a sports coach. And they can go into the locker room and say, all right, team, what are we going to do to not lose? Energy leaves the room. (laughs) (laughs) Or what are we going to do to win? Energy comes into the room. And so, you know, just being mindful of how are you delivering a message, even being a tough message. And so uh, it takes me back. There's several examples just kind of firing off of my head, but it takes me back to one in particular when, man, it really hit home. And we were rolling out a program helping a an organization create their own training program. And we had leaders in that organization addressing their own people, teaching, facilitating the classes versus us teaching the classes. And we had a great three-day program, two days of solid, uh, great information, participants engaged, asking questions, saying, thank you, this is the best training we've ever had. (laughs) And then on day three, a leader that just typically not your most positive leader steps into the room and starts off that session with, well, I know you don't want to be here. And listen, this this is going to be painful, but we're going to get through it together. So just hang in there. I know you'd rather be doing something else than being here. And I thought, oh, man. And you just saw the energy leave the room. And you saw the participants just kind of almost the body language just kind of sink. And so it just at that moment, I thought, oh, man, what a miss. What a shame. Rather than delivering a message with, man, Hey, guys, I'm glad y'all are here today. I'm glad I have this opportunity to talk to you. We have some great information we want to share with you. We think it's going to help you do your job. This is how we think it's going to help you do your job versus setting them up for this is going to be painful. The tone of the leader or whoever's in front of the team, right? That tone of you as a leader is so important. People can hear it. It sounds really basic, and, and it is. But are you delivering that message? I like your comment here about mind the message. It's very easy to think about that and to sit and reflect, how am I minding my message? What am I doing? And I love the example that you shared because I can can picture myself being in the seat and watching somebody come in and, you know, they're excited. They have some enthusiasm. They have some passion for the content versus somebody who comes in and it just... 
It's not the thing, right? They're not excited about it. And that energy absolutely translates. It impacts us as the the learner or the team, Mm -hmm. either way that you think about it. The leader minding their message can impact how things are delivered, how they're accepted. That's great. I I think that's really great, Kim. What, What else you got on that? Yeah. And, you know, just one last thing is thinking about how it really can jazz a team up, really get them energized to go do their work versus coming through the door already looking for the five o'clock bell. Almost turn can turn your team into clock watchers just to try to get through the day. And about four o'clock, you know, they're like, are we done yet? Are we done yet? Versus jazzed up and don't even realize what time of the day it is because they're focused. Yeah, they're focused. They're ready to rock. They want to bring their best. They see the leader bringing their best, that energy that they're bringing, and they're ready to match it. That's it. I think that's great. All right. So does that capture number one? You dug into that one. We're ready to move on to the next one. That's it. That's all I got. (laughs) Excellent. All right. Let's go on to the next one. I want to hear it. So my number two would be just this one's going to be quicker because this one's almost self-explanatory, but it's just remembering to recognize, reward, show appreciation to your team for what they're doing, uh, especially during managing during these times of, of COVID. What are they doing well and how are they keeping things moving? And the one thing that I will say that is a game changer for me in this was a learning from a class we were in a few years ago. And I thought I did a pretty good job of recognizing and saying, hey, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Great job. Way to go. But that class taught me that you have got to be specific about what you're thankful for. So instead of, hey, great job on that program, it's great job on the communications. They're very clear. They're consistent. They're going out at the right time. And just I love seeing the way you're working with the customers and you're putting people in the classes at the very last time. And so it's being very specific of what I appreciate and what is going well versus just, hey, a blanket, great job for everyone. Yeah, the the, uh, pat on the back, the attaboy that's not very specific. This takes me to thinking about COVID and what have I adjusted specifically for my leadership? And it is this very thing. It's the simplicity of a thank you mm-hmm. and learning how important being appreciative, recognizing somebody's work, even on just very simple, basic things, just the everyday activities that people do. And especially in my mind right now, during this time of challenge for people, having a leader recognize what they've done, say something as simple as thank you for doing that makes a huge impact on the team. And I I really turned to that corner for myself just really in the last six months uh, and, and realizing how powerful that can be. Uh, I love the simplicity of it. I, I think it's something very simple that we can all do as leaders. To your point, being specific about what you're thanking people for is also important. It can't just be a blanket thank you. What exactly did they do that you appreciate? That's great. Yeah. And then I know what it is you want me to continue, not just a whole, right? You want me to continue managing my program, but what specifically do you want to see show up over and over again? Uh, and it just it just really pinpoints that I see what you're doing. I see the little things, all the details that you're doing. All right. So simple. I love it. What's number three? Number three is another pretty simple one. And so it's just being mindful of, are you providing support when they are struggling? So let's say you've got an individual that is uh, covered up and you see them at the end of the day, you're walking out and they're just huffing and puffing over there and like, well, I got a long night ahead of me. 
And you can do the wave and, well, it stinks to be you. <laughs> you know, you should have worked a little harder today. Or you, that's just, they have just teed you up for a good leadership moment to what can you do. And sometimes there, as a leader, there are times you need to step in and help. Uh, maybe it is, you know, you stay a little bit later with them and get this cranked out. It's also an opportunity for you to look and see, can I, can I help them out by delegating some things? Can I figure out really, really by asking the question, tell me specifically what's on your plate for tonight and either reprioritize, those are, those are not things we need to stay late for, or is there someone else on the team that we could get to help out with this? And so it just provides you an opportunity to provide some relief to them, <laughs> some sigh of relief, some energy in their step to think that I'm not in this alone. I'm not on this stranded island by myself and I have some help. This is making me think a little bit about servant leadership. How do we view our leadership? What is our leadership philosophy? Each one of us likely has one. And as a leader, do you see yourself as serving others? Mm -hmm. Because when I when I'm listening to you, you know, it it's providing a resource, it's providing some support, it's taking off the burden if it's too much to carry for the team. And I'll be honest with you, gosh, I'm like, I'm sitting here thinking, man, that's a positivity lever that I may not use enough. Maybe I can do more of that. When I'm thinking about positivity, I'm thinking about the the words and the messaging and some of these things we've already talked about. And man, you're kind of getting deep in terms of this piece around your overall philosophy as a leader and whether or not you see yourself in service of others, helping others. And that thinking, how it connects back to positivity, mm -hmm. I think that's excellent. Uh, it's just a, a great way of tying those two things together. Yeah. When people feel a little relief, I just feel like they can't help but have a little bit of a positive feeling versus that negative feeling that I'm I'm in this all alone. And there are so many times where I got myself in that position. I had everything in my lap. I wasn't asking for help. I wasn't letting anyone know where I was at and how covered up I was. I was just taking on more and more and more, which is kind of my nature. Yes, 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 not a problem. And you did. I thought you did a great job of tell me what it is specifically that you're working on. And you would. You'd pick one off and take one, and you'd pick one off and give it to someone else. And next thing you know, I've got an extra five hours that I'm not staying late for a couple of nights trying to crank that out. And I was extremely appreciative. And so that has just helped me do that and be mindful of that in my own team. And it, this really rolls in right into my number four, which it kind of mirrors that. And so the fourth thing I do is encourage team members to help each other, right? Because I cannot always be there. And so I may reach out to one and say, hey, can you check in on so-and-so and see how they're doing? Or do you have any extra time that you can work on something? Uh, would you reach out to them just kind of when you have a lull in your your day, mind reaching out to a couple of other people and just seeing if they need any help? And so I try to push the team toward supporting each other so that that is going on kind of in the background with my push. And then you have a kind of push from the backside. And it just... It's one of those things that I kind of think about it in terms of when I go to help out with a volunteer event or I go to help out in a community service type of thing. It just makes me feel good to help someone else out. And I think the same thing can happen within a team when you're 
doing something you wouldn't normally do specifically just to help someone out it has nothing to do with you. It just makes you feel good and creates another positive vibe through the team. Yeah, I mean, I can see that you're having so many benefits coming out of that. You're building relationships amongst your team. You're driving some level of teamwork and support of each other. You're driving some positivity and how people are feeling about the work and each other. And you're likely getting work done more efficiently, right? Potentially better. Uh, The whole idea of one person working on something versus two people and two brains, three brains, et cetera. So that one is an awesome idea to driving and pushing positivity on your team. And it's just the words that come to my mind. There's two words that pop up and it's expectation and it's culture. It's what is your team culture? What are the expectations you're setting? And how does that all tie back to driving positivity in the team? I just think that's a fantastic connection. Because again, I'm going to go back to when I think about our ideas around this conversation, positivity. I mean, my brain just immediately goes to what I say, how I look, the energy I bring. Sure. But you're pushing us really to thinking about how can you create some of that that dynamic amongst the team members? And it's just taking it to another level. I think it's great. Yes. And again, this is, it doesn't take any extra time or a lot of extra time to get team members to help each other out, right? This is not something that's a big lift on your plate. It's just making some direction out there that might take a five-minute phone call or a a short IM to, hey, could you do this? Hey, would you mind checking in on this? That's a, a quick fix and to infuse some energy in your team. Man, and as busy leaders, I'm right with you. I need something that doesn't take a lot of time because we're all pushing and moving and things are just we're rocking and rolling, right? I mean, there's just a lot to do either in our personal lives and our work lives, just in all the different directions that we're being pulled and stretched. So I am all about something that you can tell me is simple. And I, I have to think about it. I get it. I have to set my team up for that. But really is just kind of, it's almost like set it and forget it. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking of our Ronco. So let's set it and forget it. <laughs> That's funny. You've just teed me up for my my last one, which is it's right in that space of doesn't take a whole lot of time. And so here's another little gem. And it, this one is so, so important for a leader. So I would say it is avoid finger pointing and let it go. So we all know that if you're working, if everybody's working and everybody's pushing, stuff happens, right? Balls are dropped. We might miss a deadline or a detail that's important to you as a leader. And it is just so important for the leader to address it and then focus on the solution, move on, and help your team move on. And so just thinking in terms of how do I not let it go, address it, say what needs to be said, and then do not hold it over their head. Do not hold it over one person's head. Do not bring it up and other conversations like, well, I remember that time, man, here we are again. Uh, it just soaks up too much energy, too much time, too much brain power. And it can it can cause your team to stay stuck in a problem versus getting them to move on, look towards the future and focus their energy on what can we do next. Um, and if you teach your team this habit, right, explaining the difference even of what I'm doing is trying to get us out of the focusing on the problem and worrying about it. Move on. I've moved on. Y'all need to move on. <laughs> What's next? And change the conversation. 
and help your team see how to do that. So it will, again, infuse that energy into let's move, let's keep going. Yeah, when I'm working with leaders, there is some specific conversations I'm going to have around their leadership, their style, how they view their own leadership and whether or not they've really thought about it and, and understand it, right? They're deliberate in their leadership. And this hits right on as leaders or as a leader, do I hold grudges? Mm-hmm. Do I hold on to things and I just can't move past it? Do I bring it back up? And that is tough. It is hard to work through that because some of that is just who we are. It's how we, it's it's in our genes. Uh, it's part of our personality. Some of it might be how we were raised. But whether or not you hold grudges is is something important to think about as a as an individual, number one. But what is the impact to your leadership? And if you know you hold grudges, it's likely that you're going to bring things back up. Yeah. And so now, so those are my my top five. And I think you've you've given your perspective. I've given my perspective. And now there's this other question of how do you know these things are working? How do you know what you're doing is working? Yeah, that's a good question. That's something that I think all leaders should be thoughtful around. What are the what are the signs that they are looking for that their team has some level of positivity emanating? Mm-hmm. And what I tend to see is I see more smiling. I'm looking at the nonverbals of people. How are they showing up to work? And I think we can very quickly see who's having a rough day and who's having a good day. And we're not always going to have a perfect day. But generally, I'm just trying to listen, you know, as I walk around, I'm listening to how people are interacting, what are they talking about, and how are they interacting with each other. It makes me think about in my family, and I can hear when there's positivity going on in my family and the way that my my kids are talking to each other and whether or not they're being helpful or whether or not there's a high level of sarcasm or like, hey, uh, you know what, this is your chore to go do. You go do it. I'm not going to help you. So I'm listening to all of those conversations. I'm watching the body language. And when there's positivity, you're going to see more smiles, right? You're going to see more, let me help you do this, or let me jump in there. You're going to see more of that initiative to support each other and help work together to accomplish things and not leaving people hung out to dry. Right. What about you? What are you looking for? I would just say the same thing. I'm looking for the body language. I'm looking for laughter, smiles, all of that, kind of the intangible high fives that you don't necessarily see them, but you you hear them. And uh, it's when I notice when I send out a like a thank you email or appreciation email to one person and they fire back with, well, I had help and here's who helped me do what. And so they're spreading the positivity instead of saying, well, thanks a lot and staying kind of in a silo. They are recognizing where people are helping and, and they're talking about it. So I think you just you'll see it and you'll hear it in those things. Yeah. So body language is going to be one of the main things you're looking for on your team. All right. So now I'm a leader and I'm like, just give me one thing. Y'all give me eight. Can you boil it down? Number one thing, what would you recommend that I go do? I would say if you start to see that your team is not so positive, struggling, maybe even negative, at the first onsite, move swiftly, move quickly. 
and don't let it linger. Uh, don't just try to ride it out and just hope that maybe after COVID, everything will just come back to normal. It is move quickly. And if you don't know what to do, if these eight things that we have said just don't resonate with you, go talk to a trusted colleague. Go talk to your next level leader. I guarantee you, you are not the only leader that has had this issue before, right? This is This can be normal in an organization or a group or a community. And so go seek help and move swiftly. Yeah, you mentioned COVID and the impact that it has to teams and working relationships where people are working. The thing that I have recognized with COVID is that the pace of change has accelerated due to that. But I also think that it has magnified some challenges that teams are having or leaders are having we're just under greater stress. We're under greater pressure now trying to manage all the things that are going on in our environments from home and work. And when I think about a team potentially struggling, especially right now in COVID, it likely had this issue some time ago. Mm-hmm. It's just now in COVID, it's it's been bubbled up. It's been highlighted. And so if you are experiencing some challenge on your team, it's probably been there a while. And I completely agree that there needs to be some action. So in my mind, It's you need to do something. You cannot just wait it out. You cannot just let it go. You cannot just say, oh, that's just the way John behaves or Mm -hmm. whoever it is. I think as a leader, you recognize something is going on. You have got to make some action. You've got to dig in. You've got to try some things. Now, when I think about trying things, How long should you try things? So let's just say, you know what, I decide that I'm going to start doing some team sessions or I'm going to start asking people to help each other. Kim, what's your rule of thumb for how long I should try it? A month, a week, a day? Well, I think it depends on which of these changes you're trying to implement. The reason why I ask this question is what I see will happen with leaders is, okay, there's a problem. I'm going to try this, try that. Mm -hmm. There's a problem. I'm going to jump in. And I'm going to start cranking on all these levers. I'm going to do these top three, four things. And it, it becomes a little chaotic, right? It, it's unmanageable in the long run. And so my suggestion is try one thing. Yes. Give it a shot for a month, two months even. And just see, is that doing anything? Is there an uplift on the positivity within your team? I'm always going to talk to leaders and I'm always going to recommend starting with yourself. Having that level of what am I doing? How am I coming across? Can you get some feedback? I think, you know, in terms of your comment about next level leader, I think that's great. But yeah, I mean, I I think that's one thing to consider is how long should you let something, should you try something out? Yeah. Now, if it's like we could go back to your team building and that team building thing totally bombed, don't do that again. (laughs) But if it's if it's a almost like an intangible something you're working in the background and you're just trying to infuse a little bit of positivity, I would agree. Keep it going. All right. So bottom line, I know that we have given quite a few recommendations on pushing for positivity on your teams. I talked a little bit about team sessions. I kind of gave you a little bit of feel and flavor for what I think is important when you're thinking about team building. It's got to be over time, how you are communicating and messaging things to your team. And then I provided a very simple four-word question, how's the team doing, and utilizing that tool over and over to understand what's going on on the team, what are people working on, how are they feeling. What about you, Kim? I know we talked about your five here today. Bottom line it for us. 
excellent ideas that you had. Mine were, number one, to mind your messaging. And then past that, just make sure that you're doing your recognition, rewarding, showing appreciation. The third one was provide support when the team is struggling and figure out, do you do that? Does someone else do that? How do you bring others in to help one person? Making sure, number four, is that you're encouraging team members to support each other because you can't always be there and you can't do everything. And then lastly, avoid the finger pointing, let it go and help your team let it go and move on. So. I want to do a little bit of positivity just on our own team. Yeah. We've talked about positivity and what we think is important for leaders, but I consider us to be a team. We've been working on this now for six months, seven months, and I personally think we have done an incredible job. We're a pretty good team. (laughs) We're a pretty darn good team. And I I will say for me, I've been reflecting over the last 24 hours thinking about this last week, we had some pretty major milestones. Mm -hmm. I have two things that I want to give you that virtual high five. You where you're at, me where I'm at, and say, awesome job. When looking at our analytics, we've got some listeners that are coming to us from Brazil and Ireland, India and Wales. So exciting. I mean, come on. That is so exciting. It's wild when you think about it. So I want to thank all those listeners that are coming to us from all of these other countries. That's right. We had a goal of what we wanted to see out of international listeners, and it's happening. It's working, and it's just, oh, man, it just pumps me up. And it it moves right into the other one that we had that really jazzed me up this week was we had a couple of college students reaching out to us and giving us high fives either on social media or one was just so special. It was just a call. They stopped their day. A college student stopped their day to say, I listened, and this was so helpful for me, and this is how it helped me. And I just, I cannot tell you how much I appreciate the stop and the call, as well as just realizing that we don't have to do that. Hey, college student, this is for you. They hear it, they see it, they understand it, and we're reaching the audiences that we wanted to reach. So kudos. High five, Pepper. High five. We are rocking it. I'm so excited. It's just been a really phenomenal week. So what are you going to do the rest of the day? Well, let me tell you, I don't know what it feels like where you're at, but fall is in the air in our household and outside the air is so crisp and cool. And it that to me is also energizing and puts some positivity in my step. And so I am digging out just a few fall decorations. I don't like to do a whole lot because I don't want to have to clean it up before Christmas. Yeah. Uh, but I, uh, I've, I'm hanging out the fall wreath and things. And then I'm, I've already started this morning pulling out some plants out of my outdoor pots that are they've just lived their best life during the summer. They're ready to go. It's time for them to go and put some mums and things in their place and make it look a little fallish around here. Very nice. Same here. It's beautiful weather. I. I love when the seasons change. It just, I don't know, it puts a spring in my step, whether I'm going from summer to fall or uh-huh. spring to summer. I love, love when the seasons change. Yeah. So what are you doing? Well, some time ago, you sent me a video of a potted plant and you turn it into a scarecrow. And it's <laughs> yes. a little bit, you remember that? Yeah, yeah. Well, I we started doing that. So the kids and I, we are painting up this this potted plant little guy and Yeah, we're putting some jeans on him and a shirt. I think it's going to come out pretty cute. I'm really excited about it. We're making it for my mom. And I'm looking forward to getting it all 
glued up, ready to go and drop it off with her tomorrow. I think it'll cheer her up a little bit while she's uh, at home and spending a lot more time at home with COVID. Sure. How sweet, honestly. I mean, one, it just got to get you all in the, in the fall mood and then you pass it on. You're passing on the positivity off to someone else. I love that. That is that's really cool. Hey, so those of you who are listening to this podcast, thank you so much for listening and hanging out with us during this discussion around positivity. We want to thank every single one of our listeners. We love engaging with you. Yeah. So look us up at extrashotofleadership.com. That website will push you out to all the places where we are posting our podcast on Spotify and on Apple. And let us know. We want to hear what are your leadership questions? What are your leadership challenges? What do you think about what we're chatting about today? And come back again for an extra shot of leadership. Leadership.